Hello and welcome to Ticket to Fly News. I'm your host, Tom Kelly, joined by ski jumping commentator, Peter Graves. Each week, Ticket to Fly News will bring you international updates from the Wiesman Fifth Ski Jumping World Cup Tour as the world's greatest athletes soar like birds through the still mountain air. We are two weekends down now in the World Cup Tour with a pair of great events in Ruka, Finland last weekend. We are now moving on this weekend to Nizhny Tagil in Russia. I am joined today on Ticket to Fly News by longtime Nordic sport commentator Peter Graves. Peter, welcome. Hey, Tom, thanks very much. Uh, it certainly has been uh, a very interesting uh, couple of weeks. It, it started off with such excitement and positive anticipation. And indeed, the performances have been uh, brilliant. Uh, Eisenbichler of uh, Germany and the young uh, Gonerud of Norway, just 24 years old, coming up with World Cup wins. Uh, but one of the big stories, and we'll follow it and talk about it throughout the program, uh, that anticipation has been replaced a little bit by uh, the COVID-19 virus. It has affected some of the teams a lot. And I think this thing has the possibility to change by the week right now, Tom. Well, we have been impressed that FIS has been able to pull this tour off now for two weekends. We did start to see some cracks in the armor this past weekend with Austri uh, key Austrian stars testing positive and missing the competition. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, top flyer, Stefan Kraft, Michael Haybuck of Austria uh, uh, tested positive. They missed Ruka, and they're going to miss Russia this coming weekend. Well, that certainly has put a change on things. We're going to talk a little bit later to Marcus Eisenbeekler about that. But in Saturday's competition, a great event. But boy, this was the Marcus Eisenbeekler show right from the start. Uh, no question about it, Tom. He he shows when he's on top of his game right now, he's in an absolutely league of his own. So big dominance by the German. Uh, 146 on his first jump. That it was just 1.5 meters off a hill record in Aruka. Uh, then he took an 8.8-point lead over Poland's David Kowaki, who went 139 meters. The Poles really, really strong right now i think they'll be great in team events coming up uh second round 141 to win for marcus uh that is 19.6 over poland's pietro zila eisenbeekler is such a great and talented flyer we asked him how he makes it look so easy yeah of course uh, it, it, it looks like it's going so easy but uh it's really hard work. Yesterday was not perfect, uh, but I just uh, look with the trainer uh, the, the the videos from yesterday, and I know every day uh, it's always a hard work for me. It's going not easy. It's uh, I must fight uh, for every day and for every jump, and I must focus me on my big points. And I make this today, and I'm really happy about this that I'm jump a bit better than yesterday. Yesterday was a really heavy backwind. Uh, it's not. Uh, not Kuzamo style, uh, but today was what was sometimes a bit headwind. Uh, I feel it was yeah nice in the air. It was uh, yeah big air for for the jumpers. We then talked with Zila about his comeback from fourth after the first jump to move up to second. Uh, I'm I'm really happy for the second place, uh, Marcus. Uh, today was really really strong. Uh, 
Mm. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm happy. I don't, don't expect also this uh, really good place after first run because I, after first run I was fourth and and ah, I uh, I make only my good jump thinking and and so I'm uh, I'm happy for this. So Saturday's competition was all Marcus Eisenbeekler of Germany, and that is the way it started out on Sunday, Peter. Uh, that's right. Uh, again, uh, we thought it was going to be a Marcus Eisenbeekler show. He went 141 at his first jump, took a 10.6 lead over Norway's Robert Johansson. But in the second round, a different story. Halver Egnar Gronerud moved from fourth to the win with a great 142-meter ride. Eisenbeekler had problems uh, going just 131 meters to drop to second place. And after the competition, we talked to Granerud about the milestone of his first podium and win. Uh, I'm really, really pleased. And, uh, it's, uh, it's such a huge milestone to achieve. Uh, it's been... Uh, I, ha I haven't been on the podium either before this, so uh, I have uh, a few fourth places and uh, also a lot of fifth places. So uh, to finally be on the, on the podium and also win, it's uh, just amazing. We then asked him what inspired him to such a long jump in the second round. I saw uh, the jump of Sato uh, before I went up to the top and that was so incredible and uh, I knew that if I got the right conditions and also did a, did a good jump, it would be just flying away. And the takeoff was really good and also the conditions out was really good. So I went sky high and then uh, it was just to try and hang on from there because the, it's, it was a lot of changeable conditions down. So the skis dropped a little and then uh, they came back and it was yeah, it was a bumpy ride, but uh, I'm, I'm really pleased. If, uh, if my landings would have been uh, good in the first two competitions, I would, uh, would have been on the podium in both of those. So uh, hopefully I can just uh, continue to do good jumps and uh, also uh, have uh, good landings. And then to Marcus Eisenbeekler, we asked him uh, why Sunday was much tougher. I'm very happy. It was quite hard from the conditions uh, today. Uh, I'm jumping good. Uh, in the second jump, I think I have not the best condition. It was a little bit uh, upwind, no wind, upwind. was a little bit difficult, but uh, I'm very happy uh, jumping good and very happy about the second place. I was really different. Uh, yesterday was really stable. It's really changing a little bit. Uh, it was really nice to jump here. And today it, it was quite heavy, hard headwind after the table. And then, yeah, you see it always uh, because when you're jumping and see it on the TV, when the skis are falling down, there's no wind, then the wind is coming. It was really heavy and it, I think it was two or five meters per second. Uh, yeah, that's the limit, I think. So the teams are now gathered in Nizhny Tagil, Russia, getting ready for this weekend's competition. And Peter, I know you had a chance to catch up with Marcus Eisenbeekler. Marcus, congratulations on your success this season. Have you been surprised by your results? Um, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I have a really good uh, training in the summer, but uh, you don't you, you 
you never know when you're starting in the season is it uh, good enough or not. Uh, for me, it was uh, a big surprise in Whistler and in Ruka, uh, but uh, now I'm really glad and uh, I hope I can uh, compete the next competition uh, with the same uh, performance. You and everyone else has had an additional challenge with COVID. How are you handling it? Uh, yeah, that's not easy, but uh, we have a good concept uh, from the German national team, and uh, it's uh, it's really good. Uh, we have always the mask on the mouth, and uh, um, just look that uh, we are not so have near contact with other people, and uh, I think that's that's the point. And I think it helps. We also have men's coach Stefan Horngacher with us. Stefan, what have you seen in Marcus's preparation this summer and fall? Marcus did uh, a really good uh, preparation during the summer. So he was already in the summer on a really stable form. So we changed some parts of the of the material for him, for skis and shoes and something like this. And but uh, his work was so stable and, and good, his ski jumping. So he did almost 90% or 95% uh, in the summer on a really high level. And the end of the summer preparation, he was really the absolute best jumper in, in our team. And I think this gives him uh, this self-confidence, what he has right now to, to know uh, he can well, to know what he has to do, especially on the competition. So this because this is the most important thing that you must be good in the competition, not in the training. And and he found really a good way to to be quite okay in in, in the training sessions. But he knows exactly what is to do when when he has the the bib on and uh, the green light is is coming and he's jumping. Well, thanks, Peter. A good look into the German team and Marcus Eisenbeekler getting ready for this weekend's competition. Peter, it'll be a little bit different in Nizhny Tagil. A few teams not making the trip. Uh, the COVID-19 uh, impacts uh, certainly being felt there. So what do, what do we expect to see in Russia this weekend? Yeah, Tom, another weekend, another charter flight. Uh, you mentioned COVID and its impact. Austria will be sending a, a depleted team with Kraft and Haybach out. Uh, Kraft is a defending champion from last year. Uh, and uh, along with Japan's Yokia Sato, who was fourth in Ruka, had a really long jump there, incidentally, of 146 meters. He could be a factor there. Eisenbeekler's not been especially strong over the years on this hill in Russia, fourth in 2017, and then outside the top 30 in both events. Meanwhile, USA and some other teams taking the weekend off to stabilize and prepare for the World Ski Flying Championships in Planitsa. Well, it's another night event in Nizhny Tagil. It'll begin on Friday with qualifying at 15.30 Central European time. Saturday, the first competition on the 134-meter hill at 16.30, and then wrapping it up Sunday at 1600. And in other information you should know, department for the first time in its 68-year history, the Four Hills will not have spectators due to COVID-19 and stricter new regulations. Another news update this week, the 
Women's World Cup is actually going to get underway. It had been scheduled for Lillehammer this coming weekend. That was postponed indefinitely. Uh, they will now be jumping in Ramsau coming up in a couple of weeks and opening for Women's Nordic Combined as well as the Women's Jumping Tour. And Tom, finally this week, we lost a dear friend in American ski jumping expert, volunteer, and longtime head of the hill at Utah Olympic Park. Chuck Heckert has passed away after a long bout with cancer. He loved the sport. We lost a dear friend, and we will miss him greatly. Tom? Well, thank you, Peter, and thanks to all of you for listening this week on Ticket to Fly News. World Cup competition coming up this weekend in Nizhny Tagil, and we'll be back next week with a report. For Peter Graves, this is Tom Kelly for Ticket to Fly News.